This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. Welcome to EduTech Guys with David Henderson and Jeff Madlock. Hey, welcome to uh, EduTech Guys Radio. This is live coming to you from uh, the Southwest Arkansas Educational Co-op in Hope, Arkansas. Um, I'm Jeff Madlock and I'm here with uh, David Henderson. How's it going? Uh, I'm the technology coordinator here at the Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative. And uh, Jeff is the tech coordinator for Hope Public Schools right down the road here in Hope, Arkansas. Hey, we're glad to have you. Uh, this is our first episode. We thought we'd try this out and uh, see how it works out for us and see if we have any listeners. Uh, right now, we look like we have one out there. Uh, if you're listening from the website, you might not have the ability to chat with us. Uh, but if you actually go to Mixler.com slash EduTechGuys, you can actually chat with us and uh, send us any questions you might have during the show, and we'll attempt to answer them. Our heads around it as best we can. That's right. so, it's possible right. that it wouldn't get answered. We'll, you know what? We'll make up something either way. You'll feel good going away with an answer. That's so, right. You're, you'll, you'll walk away with a good feeling one way or another. Hey, you can also catch blogs by David and myself and other techs from the area and from the nation, from the world, and a few from outer space on edutechguys.com. Uh, that's edutechguys, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S.com. Uh, find lots of stuff out there from us. Um, I guess we'll jump into this. Um, most schools in the state of Arkansas are doing some snow days. So they're finishing up this week or finished up last week. And finishing up some or actually I think finishing up next week because they had a, more snow days than we did here in the south. Yeah, I know um, most of the, if I'm not mistaken, most of the schools in our area will be out. Um, tomorrow is generally their last day. Uh, there may be a couple going to Friday, but uh, uh, most of them will be out this week. Um, and uh, so we're getting ready to wrap up the end of the school year and, and head into the summer, which um, for the districts is a time where, uh, you know, they generally wind down in terms of uh, teachers and uh, administrators. Uh, the tech departments, however, usually wind up whatever major projects. Uh, by say, why, I don't mean wind up to end, but, you know, uh, they gear up to launch their um, summer projects. And, yeah. Uh, here at the co-op, um, we gear up 
big time for all of our summer professional development. That's a big deal. You know, it's funny. I always say the tech departments do more work in the three some months of the summer than anyone you know we do normally for the year. And uh, David's right. Out here at the co-op, there's lots of educational offerings for the summer and professional development. Um, I guess not only for the schools in this area, but for anyone that wants to sign up and make the drive. Sure. Them. Yeah. Hey, anybody out pay there. Pay the money. That's right. Anybody wants to come out, um, and you can actually um, get the uh, listing for everything. Now we're going to we're going to specifically talk about um, Google related offerings uh, in this particular uh, episode, but you can go out to swaec.org. That's swaec.org, and uh, click on the professional development button that we have right there on the home screen. And um, the easiest way to check out the offerings probably is to use the uh, links for the various months. So there's June, July, August. We chose three months at a time. Excuse me, three months at a time. And um, you can go out there and, and see all of the offerings, not just technology, but all the things we do. Um, of course, we're the EduTech guys, part of the EduTech guys. So uh, we're mostly going to focus on technology workshops. And as I had mentioned before, today we're actually going to talk about um, Google Apps for Education and some of the offerings that uh, we have um, that are Google related. Yeah, that's a that's a really big deal. Um, in Hope Public Schools, we use Google Apps uh, pretty much exclusively. Um, it's been a big change, and I think that David would agree that even here at the co-op, uh, moving people from a one-word processor, to use an old term, to Google Docs, you know, to the Google Doc app is uh, pretty interesting. Uh, most people don't realize that they only use like 2% of what Excel can do anyway, so using a spreadsheet in Google Docs is probably just fine. But today we're going to take a look at, it is summertime, um, more schools are, are moving to GAF. I can't really think of any that aren't on GAF, that don't, don't use Google Apps for education. And, and, and so we want to make sure that we're trying to cover maybe what you're getting ready to do for your PD this summer. So we don't know who's listening. Um, if you want to, well, I'll throw this out there one more time, uh, Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com slash edutech, guys. If you'll go to that site, you'll be able to chat with us directly from there. The chat window is open. If you have any questions or you want us to cover a topic, we'll do our best we can do. Or, like I said earlier, we'll make it up. So That's right. We can wing it, you know. <laughs> yeah, we can wing it. We're pretty much winging this, so I think we'll be okay. That's true. <laughs> um, one of the things we want to talk about are the offerings, and I think if your school district hasn't looked at um, classroom. If you haven't looked at GAF, you definitely need to look at Google Apps. Everything is there to share in the cloud, um, to have your teachers run all their classrooms and their assignments and their everything that they need right off Google Classroom. So, you know, that's something you definitely should probably look into. Well, and what's really cool um, this summer, one of the things that uh, we're offering is uh, we have a Google Classroom for elementary and middle schools, and that's actually coming up next week. Um, that'll be on the 8th, and uh, we got plenty of spots uh, available uh, if you want to check that out. And um, this is specifically aimed at elementary and middle school teachers. Um, you know, a lot of the offerings, frankly, tend to uh, hit uh, upper, I would say upper middle and, and high school folks um, in terms of uh, their um, content, you know, the offerings that we have. Um, but this one, again, is aimed straight at elementary and middle schools. Now, we do have later in the uh, summer, we do have a Google Classroom for high school, and that is on July 29th. 
so you can find those uh, again s uh, www.swaec.org go to uh, professional development and uh, in there um, you can uh, click on June or July and you can find out those particular offerings but uh, I, I think it's going to be um, I, I would call it an introductory uh, couple of courses get folks um, kind of up to speed on what they can do with Google Classroom at those particular grade levels yeah I think it is it's interesting one thing that we've been working on and talking about between David and I and uh, the other techs in this area is that the educational co-op will be offering separate classes. There'll be classes on just docs. There'll be classes on just classroom. There'll be classes on individual pieces of Google Apps, of GAF. But I think that the big thing is is to find that, um, that to fix that blurry line between those. That's a really like using the whole thing uh, as one piece. And so that's that's a real big deal that the co-op might provide you with um, with that information. You know, individual workshops. And, but what's, what else it might do is help your people put together that when they get back to your school district for the PD that you're going to do in August and help them take all those parts and pieces and put it together into one seamless you know, organizational piece for your teachers. That's, that's a really big deal. And so we're going to go through some of these right now. Um, I had a list. Do you have a list of the workshops? I know we had a list of the workshops the co-op's providing. I do have a list, as a matter of fact. Look at oh, there. Um, I can we can we can go through that pretty quickly. Um, I, before we get to that, though, I just want to for the folks who may be joining in who aren't anywhere near Hope, Arkansas, um, as we're talking about Google Apps for Education and uh, different ways that um, things are being rolled out in our area. What I definitely want to stress is that no matter where you are, hopefully you could, you'll take away uh, some ideas that maybe you can use in professional development in your area. Or if you have um, an education service center uh, that services your particular district, then maybe you can work with them and say, hey, we were listening to these guys and they had a couple of cool ideas. So, you know, we could uh, look at that. Now that's, okay, so... Um, Looking at, uh, so now just to talk specifically about some of the Google-related workshops that our particular Education Service Center is offering, uh, as we mentioned earlier, using Google Classroom in elementary and middle schools. Um, we have also a Google for Beginners, and it's kind of an all-encompassing uh, workshop. It's going to cover Gmail and Calendar, Sheets, Docs, Slides, Draw. It's going to kind of give a high-level overview of a lot of the different applications that are a part of uh, the Google Apps environment. Uh, and then we also have Not So New to Google, which is sort of a follow-up to helping take folks to the next level, uh, talking about uh, Google Classroom, uh, Google Apps and Education, talking about uh, Chrome extensions, um, different uh, form add-in features, different things you can do with forms uh, that take simple surveys to the next level, um, other information collection to the next level, that type of thing. Uh, and then we have taking, as a matter of fact, there's also a taking Google Forms to the next level. So not only are you taking um, the apps across the board to the next level in that previous workshop, but this particular taking Google Forms to the next level really talks about um, other things that you can do with it with the Google Forms specifically uh, in terms of uh, running certain scripts that help with uh, different uh, 
aspects of using Google Form. And and I, I apologize for stumbling there, but uh, what was running through my brain is um, I, one of the things that, that I do with Google Forms is I, I've got a script um, that, frankly, I got from somebody else. That's generally how things work, right? You, you find somebody else that's using something that's working, and you kind of take it and adapt it. Um, but I've got a, a script that I run on a lot of my forms such that when somebody fills out the form, then it generates an email back to them with the information that they had put in to the form. So I get a copy of their results, uh, not only in the results from the form, but I get a copy of the results in my email and those folks get a copy of those same results in their email. Um, I can tell you where that really comes in handy is in my particular case, sometimes um, they'll fill out a form and, and maybe I don't get the results, especially it's really weird, but sometimes uh, I don't get the results in the Google responses themselves, but I've got the email or they'll say, you know, Hey, I, you know, I filled that out. You know, here's, here's my confirmation. Oh yeah. Okay. I see. I got you. We got you covered. So I, I think those are kind of some of the things that uh, may be learned in this uh, taking Google forms to the next level. And then the last Google workshop that we have is the Google classroom for high school. Um, now, there are a whole lot of other tech offerings that we have, for sure, uh, at the co-op during the summer. But since this is, you know, right now anyway, we're kind of focusing on Google, I figured I'd bring those up. And, and again, for those of you who may not be in the Hope area or, or you know, even just outside the Hope area and, and feel like driving in, uh, maybe those give some folks some ideas uh, as to, you know, hey, yeah, that'd be cool if we could have somebody here offering those. Yeah, and if you're if you're sweet to David and you make the miss in the email, <laughs> and you're even outside of you know outside of the U.S., if you're in a different state and you'd like to see one of these workshops, I could probably force him and bend his arm just a little, twist his arm a little bit, and they might even uh, you know put this out there and live stream it. Uh, they could live stream some of these workshops uh, just as easy as we could teach them local and uh, maybe just podcast them later. Um, and, and there's that stuff we're talking about in education that everyone's it's the, you know it's the hot words it's the keywords it's hot topics of you know what can you do what, what's in the cloud one-to-one 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 it's interesting between the schools that use apple ipads uh, which whole public schools uses all ipads and schools that use chromebooks uh, one thing about a one-to-one device is a kid has to make it personal if a kid doesn't make that device personal then it kind of loses its edge uh, if you grew up in the 70s and 80s you remember covering your books with book covers and uh, you know you got to draw on them you got to make them your, make them your own and that was a big thing about notebooks uh, your notebook was three two or three pages of notes and then you know, a, a jet plane in the incredible hulk because you drew them <laughs> <laughs> but that's the same thing that's happening now but the really interesting part in using Google Apps and you using a Chromebook or an Apple iPad or um, a Surface tablet is that the kids have the, the ability to multitask while they're learning. And that's a real big deal. Um, you know, you don't just have to have one Google Doc open. You can have 17 tabs open and be working on multiple Google Docs at one time. Um, I think that's the part that's uh, changing is that I don't think some teachers realize the amount of work they can give to students. They can actually, you know, quadruple the amount of work they're giving to students. And it's actually easier for them in Google Apps because they're going to they're going to blow right through it. They're going to use Google. They're going to use search engines. And I'm 
that's that fine line. I know that this show is called Edgy Tech Guys, and maybe if you're going to tune in to find out about how to set up VLANs, then one day we'll have Greg Moore on and let you learn all about that. That's right. But, <laughs> and we can also do that. You know, if that's what you want to hear about is VLANs, that's great. But today we thought we would we would center in on what Google Apps does, um, how it works for everybody, and you know what you can get from it. Um, like David said, here at the co-op, here at the co-op, uh, there's going to be a lot of good stuff, you know, out there. Um, Folks that use Google Apps, um, the ability to use shared drives, uh, you shared folders inside Google Apps is amazing. And I think most schools are, are using that um, at a pretty low level. I don't think they're realizing that more teachers would probably um, hit it and use the information that's in it if the information was updated. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big deal. Same thing goes for kids. If you think giving kids a digital to use the term, I'm doing air quotes right now, uh, yes. to use the digital uh, format once a week is going to keep your kids using technology in the classroom. You're so wrong. Uh, you've got to use it every day. It's just like those of you that might be following us because of Twitter. Um, if you don't tweet every day, you lose followers and people don't really care what you say. It's just the way it goes. So, the, you know, the folks have to, you know, keep up that way. So, you know, make sure that that's one of your big pushes when they come back this summer from workshops all over the country and say, hey, I use Google Classroom or I learned to use Sheets and this plug-in that pulls stuff from a Google Doc and populates my Google Sheets or my forms are full of this and I've been getting these assignments turned in. Um, that's really going to make a, really going to make it go down really heavy. Um, I tell you what, we're going to take just a quick break right now just okay. like, and to get some stuff together and we'll be right back, so uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be right back on the block. Thanks for holding on out there. I just took a quick break, take a look at something. Um, welcome back. Uh, this is EduTech Guys Radio, episode one, coming from the Southwest Arkansas Co-op and Hope, Arkansas. 
Um, I'm Jeff Madlock, uh, Tech Coordinator at Hope Public Schools, and I'm here with David Henderson. Hi, I'm David Henderson. I'm the Tech Coordinator here at Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative. We appreciate you uh, joining us uh, today, and uh, we're mo mostly focusing on Google Apps for Education and uh, Google Classrooms. Um, some of the uh, we talked a little bit about some of the offerings that the co-op has, and um, I, I am going to uh, later, uh, a little bit later in the show, uh, we're going to cover a couple of some of the other. Uh, offerings uh, that we've got just uh, I think that are uh, going to be kind of fun kind of cool stuff but uh, I think um, I think Jeff is uh, wanting to uh, get some more get into uh, Google Classrooms a little bit more um, I'm actually not all that familiar with Classroom so uh, this will be good for uh, all of us who um, are, are kind of new to that yeah you know Google Classroom uh, when it came out you know almost a year ago um, a little over a year ago when it started hitting the mainstream it was first just uh, invite only and then they just opened the thing wide up the interesting part that I think turns off most people is its simplicity the simplicity of Google Classroom is, is there's really not a lot there um, but there is a lot there um, I used to tell stories that you know what's the first thing that most elementary kids do uh, they play they play school you know that's something that kids do on their free time when they're at home they they play school because it's it's easy to play school you know you set up your your little classroom you give assignments and you do work well that's pretty much what google classroom is itself um, if you're currently on google apps for education then um, all you have to do is go to classroom.google.com if you're logged into your google apps then you're automatically at your classroom site uh, your Google admins will need to make sure that it is all turned on and all that kind of good stuff, but most of them have probably already done that because I'm taking up for all the edutech out there. They're already on top of this. They probably turned it on and said, yeah, man, it's cool. They should be using it. And that's the way that it usually goes down. Absolutely. What's really interesting about the classroom is you set the classroom up um, to build a classroom is actually pretty interesting. There's a plus sign near your login name at the top right-hand corner, and you get to either create a class or join a class. And... When you create a class, it gives you two things. It says, what's the class name and what's the section? I mean, it's, it's that easy. So you create your class name, you create your section, and boom, it's there. And you have this new class created. And what's really great is it gives you a little background screen and you can change your theme and upload a photo for it and all that kind of stuff. But what's really great is there's three things on that, on that page. A stream, students, and about. I actually want to start with the about because this is the really interesting part. You can invite other teachers to help you with this. Cool. So you can, you know, go into the about, you can change the title, you can give a class description, you can give a room number, and then you can associate a Google Drive folder. But what's interesting is, is the moment you create the classroom, it creates a Google Drive folder in your Google Drive. So it's the name and the section that you've already created. Okay, so let me let me just pause right here a minute just because again I'm so new to this so would a teacher create one classroom on here and it would cover like say they were taught seven periods a day that would cover all seven periods or would they create a separate classroom for each period yes second <laughs> <laughs> thanks so, <man. laughs> yeah and that's exactly what would happen see since it asks you the name of the class in the section there could be class it could be biology first period okay and then you create one called biology second period. Now, right. if all those classes are the same, which they won't be, and every teacher will tell you that, although they might try to do the same thing, they are going to deviate once they get in there. Sure, okay. So, but yeah, you, you would create each section as being third hour, fourth hour, okay. fourth period, you know, 1.30, A day, B day. You create all, hence the name, I think, classroom. 
instead of right okay so right. It's, sure, it's, sure. it's want you to build multiple classrooms okay what's great about the about section is you can't invite a teacher you can put up all your room number and stuff into the information and then down at the bottom it is that you add materials so these are materials that you can go ahead and add to it so when you click it it says what's the title of this and so you know it could just be needed materials for the class or these are prerequisites for the class or this is everything you might need for this classroom and when you get to it it's really pretty cool it lets you attach a file okay. attach something from your drive so it could be tons of documents a syllabus anything else that you make also it lets you attach YouTube videos and attach links to other websites so cool. those are built in when the kid gets there the student it might not be a kid it could be a university student sure sure and once they get there and that's that's a done deal what's really nice is if you go back to the front page of the stream the stream is what you share with your class which gives you announcements which every day before you leave don't forget to read pages 27 through 36 sure. blah 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 okay. and what's great about an announcement is it lets you also attach things to an announcement it also lets you choose exactly what other classrooms you can attach it to so if you have multiple classes built you can go over to the side and go um, it's for this class but also do biology second period biology fourth period and biology fifth period and there's a checkbox that you can check which will allow you to do multiple posts to multiple classrooms for an announcement same thing goes for the cool thing at the top called assignments cool. and okay. so the assignments let you do a title and a description then you can also attach to it now if you created a PDF form that they need to fill out or you wanted to pull something from your drive or just hey watch this video what's neat about it is you can pick a date that it's due you can even pick a time that it's due cool um, once again you can actually choose multiple classes you can let them say hey I want this to go to two classes three classes all the classes and it's done um, that's a really neat thing now people always say so how do kids join the class well this is where it gets really interesting your, your kids can join the class by going to the actual site. You can give them the link to the site and say, go here. And it gives them a code. And they actually just put the code in so anyone could join the class. Your principal could say, hey, listen, I'm going to come and I'll be uh, evaluating you next Tuesday. Great, let me send you the code to that class so you can join and follow my classroom stream right now and see what my kids are doing. So when they come in the class, they have already looked and said, oh, well, tomorrow they're gonna to be doing widgets and wizards. I wanna see that lesson. Okay, so the teacher then would provide the link to the actual Google Classroom for that class and the code. Exactly. Okay. Now, what's really neat is, is that that's an invite is what you do. All right. What's really great is you can invite students or just give them the code. So when they go to Google classroom.google.com, they can say join class, put the code in, and it's going to take them right to it. Oh, so they don't actually actually even have to have the link to the actual class. Exactly. They can just go to classroom.google.com, put that code in, and it knows where to. Right. Well, okay. Well, that's cool. I, I was thinking, I, for some reason, I was thinking you're going to have to send that whole URL to the student and the code. Right. No, you just. But have to, you just. They just go. They in. just go to classroom. Put, put in the, the code, code in and join the class. Code. And what's cool is okay. you can change the code at any time. You can reset it if you know. You start getting a bunch of kids that got the code and they're not in the class, and <laughs> sure. you're going through deleting kids. And what's neat is that you have the opportunity for the kids in that class. They can students can post and comment. The students can only comment, and then only the teacher can post or comment. 
So okay. you have a way to really you know, handle that. Sure. One of the interesting ways that you can do this is, is that if you already are Google for apps for education school, mm-hmm. then you can click the invite button and then you can just search all the kids' email addresses on your current Google apps, add them to it and invite them. Therefore, the code's never needed. They get the email, they click the link, they're then a member. And it's taken care of. Right. The and the nice thing around. about that is all of that is done inside the Google Apps for Education environment. So you're not relying on some kind of external email address for those students. Those students, assuming that it has been set up this way for your district, those students already exist in the system under their particular student domain or whatever. Uh, and so when you invite them along, they're still within that quote-unquote safe school environment exactly that is awesome yeah it's and it's that's a pretty neat thing um you know i've heard some places that allow the um parents if especially if it's just teacher compost only you know that's kind of neat um if the teacher composed only then you could let parents follow that that could just be you know you want to know what's going on in class you're also a member of this classroom just like your child is so you know, you can invite them. They don't necessarily, I think they have to have a Google login, but it doesn't have to be with the school. So sure, therefore, sure. they can follow along with it. it. To me, it's one of the most beautiful ways that Google's harnessed, you know, their apps for education. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's really interesting about it is the way it's going to grow, the way it's already grown. They've already added several features into it that make it, you know, really pretty nice. Um, but yeah, that that's Google Classroom, and that's it. That's how simple the whole thing is and how well it can be used. Uh, we have a ton of teachers that use it since we we debuted it last year because we were one of the first schools to be allowed to use it and so we debuted at the beginning of this last school year and um, threw it out there and almost immediately uh, you know we had tons of teachers using it Um, and the kids love it because you know no matter where you are if you're on a cell phone you're on any device as long as you can get on the internet sure you can go to your classroom and find out what was I supposed to do tomorrow when was that paper due you know when was this thing supposed to be done Oh, good. She put a template, or he put a template. The teacher put a template on there, so I've got a template. Oh, great. That's all I had to do. I can handle that. Pretty sharp stuff. That is very sharp stuff. I I think it's one of the smarter things Google's done. But, yeah, so, you know, there's Google Classroom. And then, um, again, me being new to Classroom, um, with, let's say, with assignments or, I don't know, whatever, quizzes, tests, whatever they post up there, I'm assuming there's uh, marking available that goes with that can they can they grade the stuff can the students how does that work i believe there is i'm not 100 percent sure all right there are i do know that a lot of our teachers use annotations inside when the kids turn to the pages okay sure you know, you know they can turn in to the drive mm-hmm. and a lot of our teachers go in and, and that's how they grade they annotate i know that there is a plug-in out there it's an addition uh, you know all the plugins that google chrome store provides is amazing one of them actually allows you to not only annotate like you can. If, if you've used Google Docs, then you know all the cool stuff you can do with reviews and sharing. and Right, bit. sure, commenting. And but I think it's neat. They have one that's also an audio comment so that oh, the teacher cool. can click and type in a comment but then just you know leave an audio comment. Hey, this is a comma splice. Don't comma splice. That will ruin you in life. You'll never get a job. <laughs> so, right. you know, that can be... Thomas Weiss will run that, people. Remember that. that. That's right. But yes. <laughs> You'll be taken down by the grammar police. Doggone Oxford comma. We'll get you every time. That's right. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, you know, you're getting to see, there's the interesting part. We're just tech guys. 
So, you know, teachers, uh, that's why I love if you're if you're listening to us right now, um, Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com slash edutechguys, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S. If you log in there, you have the opportunity to chat with us. There's also an app for Android and iPhone. You can download, download the Mixler app. Uh, listen to Edutech guys, and you'll be able to chat with us. If you have any questions, please pop them up on the chat board, and uh, we'd love to answer them. Um, Absolutely, yeah, because we can talk. We can talk for a long time, and we'll make up stuff. That's uh, <laughs> we won't make up stuff. Well, we'll try not to make up too much stuff. We'll, we'll try to get to the answer that's you know that, yeah. that you really want. But. He's shaking his head yes right now. Why he's saying that? <laughs> yes. so. We won't make up stuff. You're yeah, right. that's that's right. Yes, we won't um, make up stuff. As I shake my head, no. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's just Google Classroom. So, you know, that's pretty amazing in itself. And I think that most people, and here's the beautiful thing to play with it. Uh, if you're already on Google Apps for Education, go out there and mess around with it because you know you're gonna love it once you do it. I think that's what this summer is all about. It, I think teachers look forward to summer and PD because you're gonna see three things minimum, maybe 10 things minimum this summer that you just love. Well, take that opportunity while you're lounging at the lake or you're sitting at the beach or you're in the backyard with your, foot, your feet in the kiddie pool while the kids splash around or whatever you're doing. Take that opportunity to sit down with Google Apps and play around with it because you most likely are, your district's probably already using it. Well, and, you know, you had mentioned that earlier, and uh, I, I'm not sure, you know, how it is, you know, obviously across the United States, but definitely in our area, even the, even the district's, uh, who were not necessarily receptive to uh, Google Apps and the Google uh, using that environment, uh, have, they've actually moved in that direction. Uh, so we have, just for an example, we have a couple of districts that were pretty well um, centered on just using, uh, and I'm not bashing these folks by any stretch, I'm just saying that the districts were centered on the Microsoft platform. And so they were using the Office Online. They were using, uh, what is it, OneDrive. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so they were using those things pretty well exclusively. But what they found is that um, in some cases, either Google offered them something that, that they couldn't quite get from the Microsoft offering, or most cases, the teachers were already using Google Apps for certain things. And as they got to looking into what those apps have to offer, and, and especially if you enroll into the Google Apps for Education environment, they started jumping onto it and say, "Oh yeah, man, I didn't know we could do this. I didn't know you could do that." Um, so it's been it's been an interesting um, shift to watch uh, in, in our particular area um, specifically, but I know uh, across the state and obviously across the country uh, as well. But um, I, I think one of the things that uh, we had touched on earlier is that that blurry line between education curriculum you know assessment that side of things and the tech side of things and uh, I, I think that's where any any chance that uh, an educator can get training in any anything really but specifically since we're talking about Google um, if you get some of that training and learn just a little bit, take a little bite of that cheese, you know, just give me a little bit, give me a little taste. Let me play with it a little bit. Okay. Now what's, you know, okay. Feed me some more, give me some more. Um, and I think one of the, uh, areas that is lacking for lack of a better word is the area where all of that 
comes together, right? I mean, even even in the offerings that we have, which are, are going to be great, um, they are sort of compartmental, right? So you get Google Docs and you get Google Drive, you get you know Google Sheets, you get heck even you know you get Google Classroom, but it's still the pieces and parts. And so I, I think um, there is definitely opportunity um, and and uh, I guess opportunity is the word I'm going to use. Uh, there's definitely opportunity uh, for for those to be combined into a particular package. I agree. I agree that that's, that's the kicker that's, to me, the true art of the PD. And there is a blurry line between education and technology. And mm-hmm. a lot of our teachers get the technology and they get the education part mm-hmm. of it. It's just taking those two things and incorporating it in their classroom and using it seamlessly between the two things. Mm-hmm. Just taking a workshop on Google Classroom is not going to help you populate Google Classroom with assignments. Just learning a workshop on Google Doc or Google Sheets or presentation or any of that good stuff is not going to help you populate the content of those things and, and make sure that you can disseminate it to students that they can learn. And I think that that's the key is to help them learn the you know how to save time and, and time is the key time is the killer absolutely you know coming into a classroom and cutting out 30 seconds here and 45 seconds here of wasted time from reading what's on the chalkboard and getting out my notebook and writing it down and doing all that stuff when uh, coming into the classroom opening my iPad that's already say locked into or Chromebooks already locked into Google Classroom so that I see the assignment and I immediately start work on it that's 30 or 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes worth of saved time. In a week's time, you're looking at 100 minutes you saved using technology in the classroom. And I agree with David. There's a lot of great Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft <laughs> stuff out there. In fact, I have to go ahead and make a plug. Uh, the OneNote app for iPad is phenomenal. Mm. Phenomenal app. Um, highly recommend it. It's a freebie. But, you know, I, it's interesting. I think that... I'll make this statement, which might catch some fire, but I think that um, some of our old ways in technology are actually hindering us in in the edutech field. I think we're coming to a future with the cloud that means that if you're using Google Apps, the tech guys at the school will be there to make sure that you can get in and get out safely, Mm -hmm. that everything's there to protect the students and make everything work well, provide for the hardware, you know, provide for the software that you might possibly need. But, you know, the old days of keeping giant NAS and SAN storage units and keeping home directories and keeping all this stuff just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It's better it's better money spent spending it on bandwidth so that you can just put it out there in the cloud. And, and Google realized that, and Google knew it. That's why every school now has unlimited storage. Take a look down at the bottom of your Google Drive and you go 10 terabytes. Yeah, trust me, you take a lot of time to fill up 10 terabytes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, interestingly enough, you know, that's one more thing. Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com slash edutechguys. If you want to get on and chat with us, go there. You can also go to edutechguys.com. You'll see the player window there. You can listen to the show from there. I uh, would love to hear from some chats if you have any out there. Um, we'd ask us any questions. There's another one for you. Uh, live streaming from a classroom. Mixler app has a wonderful app. Loads up on Windows and Mac. And you can broadcast straight from your classroom. Um, you can do an hour at a time for free. As many hours as you want to. Which means you could do a 15 or 20 minute 
broadcast one day a week from every one of your classes at a high school level, junior high level, elementary, you know, you've got probably one class you're dealing with anyway, but you could do broadcasts like crazy. There's one more integration of technology into the classroom that, you know, your parents would love. And, well, uh, that's, and that's, you, know, I, you, uh, you hit, you, you, you were heading in the exact direction. I, as soon as you were talking about, uh, you know, the different, the different aspects uh, of doing a live broadcast, uh, you know, I, how cool would it be uh, if the students, right, as part of your curriculum, you had the students fire up the Mixler app, or there's a variety of other ones, but they fire up, say, Mixler, and, you know, they have their script there, and, and you have, you know, little Johnny and little Susie, and they read their two or three sentences or whatever it is, and boom, it's out there. Oh, and, you know, and if you're able to do it, you know, if you're able to do it at a particular time, then the advantage is you can say, hey, we're going to do this live at 2.30 every day, you know, and, and we're going to talk about what we learned that day or uh, what we did the day before, um, and and just it doesn't have to be very long, doesn't have to be very much. Uh, but by the same token, even if it's not something you can uh, do on a consistent basis, time-wise every day, well, okay, so maybe you just go ahead and you you do it anyway, whenever you have the time available, and then it's saved out online. That's what you share with all the parents and community members, and boom, you've got some outreach. And, instant you know, podcast, right? There. Exactly. Instant podcast. You have parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. They're all oohing and on over, hey, that was my little Jimmy on there. I mean, and it's very cool stuff. It, it, there's, there are a lot of teachers who do classroom blogging. And and there's and there's nothing against classroom blogging at all. I think I think the fact that there are people doing it is awesome. I mean, I really do. Um, but to me, this would be taking that kind of even to the next level. And heck, for that matter, they could they could even they could they could podcast what it is that they blogged about. Now you're just taking the same words that they put on the blog and they're reading them into you know, whichever online yeah. audio system they want to do. I mean, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we are a rural school. I have a hard time saying that word, rural. Rural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being that, uh, when the radio station calls and says, hey, we'd love to have the superintendent on this morning, a principal on this morning for the morning show, and, and that superintendent or principal has to get up, or band director or coach, they have to get up at the, you know, the butt crack of dawn and drive down to the radio station to get on the radio station. Well, here's what's really interesting. Uh, just like social media, if your website has a Mixler or a, a Spreaker or mm -hmm. whoever you want to go with, live streaming software on the site, and you do consistently, and, and there's the key. We all know in education that consistency is the key. So if you consistently do 15 minutes, and it's going to be on at 745, then 15 minutes every morning, you can get the lunch menu, pickup time, early sure. releases, any major announcements, your superintendent, your principal, someone can get come on board and do a, you know, a two-minute little, hey, welcome to our school, we're doing this this week, and thanks for listening to us parents, don't forget there's testing. If you'll do that consistently, consistently you won't have to worry about going down the radio station because guess what? You suddenly have your own. And the beautiful part is, is that you do that at 7.45 or 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning, and that show reel is going to be there. That podcast is going to be there for anybody to come by and go, well, I missed it live this morning, but I can click it right now. So that's a really big deal. And what's nice about all of these products is that you can download them as MP3s, drop them into a Google Drive, because you got 10 terabytes of storage, and save them forever. 
and then you have this massive archive. I agree with you about the class. I can't think of anything cooler than an elementary class once a week, creative writing, the classroom votes on who had the best story or the best creative writing for that week, and those two or three or however many students, depending on how long it is, get to read their creative writing piece live on the air so that grandma and grandpa and aunts and uncles can listen to it and you know the kids hey i'm broadcasted on the internet it's a really big deal to a kid yeah absolutely i yeah. think it's a really cool cool thing uh you're listening to edutech guys um on mixler mixlr.com slash edutech guys if you log in you can chat with us now um looks like we have a lot of listeners still online so uh we're pretty excited about it that's uh, the first episode um maybe you could help us out Please drop in on the chats. Uh, drop by the website, edutechguys.com, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S.com. At the bottom, you'll find a contact form. Uh, let us know how bad we are, and if you could, let us know how good we are. <laughs> so we can make sure and, and get right. this thing fixed up. Hey, real quick, we're going to take a, a short break, uh, t- take care of some uh, messages coming in here, and we'll be right back. Tim Goins, uh, great piece called Faux Pas. Uh, on occasion, we'll play some music here because we both like music. Hey, yeah, absolutely. It does fill time uh, while we're uh, waiting to get back on the air. Hey, you're listening to edutechguys.com on a Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com slash edutechguys. 
You can also go to the website, edutechguys.com, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S.com. You'll also find a player there on the window. Uh, at the bottom, you'll find our contact form. Uh, please write in and tell us how horrible we are and uh, what things you would like us to fix. You gotta quit saying, keep, you gotta quit saying that, man. <laughs> Actually, just let us. Uh, please give us some ideas on what you'd like to hear, um, what you'd like to hear topics on. Uh, throughout the summer, we'll be doing this every Wednesday at uh, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I probably should have thrown that out in the other 51 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, we're we're still learning uh, as we're going along here. We'll, we'll get it figured out by the time it's all said. Yeah, the guy that's done, running but... our teleprompters has just been way behind. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually doing this in a refrigerator box in a parking lot outside the Southwest Arkansas Co-op in Arkansas. No, this is a great room. We're in a we're at the Southwest Arkansas Educational Co-op in Hope, Arkansas, and um, we're broadcasting to you live. This is the first episode. Um, Looks like we have a friend of ours online. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to Chad Brinkley. Hey, Chad. Uh, Thanks Chad's for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. He's out in Murfreesboro, Arkansas, handling business there. Um, he's also a rep of one of my, our favorite companies, my favorite companies. Uh, makes a great piece of software. And uh, maybe later this summer we'll have Chad on and, and let him talk about some products that he works with and what they're doing in Murfreesboro. He helps out with their education uh, technology there yeah, quite heavily. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Um, yeah, man. So we were going to finish up today with um, the last bit of stuff. we got about eight minutes left in the show. Uh, David is the uh, technology coordinator for the Southwest Arkansas Educational Co-op, and uh, we get some uh, great PD from these guys. And we talked earlier in the show about all the Google Apps offerings that were coming out from, from them this summer, but there is a list of other offerings. So I was going to turn it over to David and let him give you a, a shout-out on those. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Um, one of the things... Uh, that, uh, that we do as an education cooperative, and, and I want to pause right there a moment uh, because a lot of folks are not familiar with that term. Uh, in other places, they are referred to as BOCES or education service agencies or uh, education service centers. We are the same type of thing that you may hear. So if you're not sure what an education cooperative is, uh, if you look up BOCES, that's B-E-O-C-E-S uh, for your area or a... Um, education service agency uh, in your area that's we do similar things uh, here in in southwest arkansas um, so some of the offerings that we have technology wise uh, we have uh, we've got a really cool thing coming up um, that is called the uh, swaec tech slam and the uh, idea behind the tech slam is that um, it's 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 an all-day workshop uh, but everyone who comes to the workshop has the opportunity to talk about uh, a favorite app or a favorite website or a favorite program that they like um, just something or, or some you know a, a cool gadget uh, that, that uh, they've started using in their classroom and so um, basically everybody gets anywhere from five to ten minutes to talk about one particular thing and then we have discussion about that so that's called the Tech Slam, and I think to me that's going to be one of the that, that's going to definitely be one of the the, the more open ended, uh, kind of fast paced. You know, you're throwing this out, you're throwing that out. We slow things down wherever the conversation takes us, and then we pick it right back up. And you're you know slamming this technology and slamming that technology, just throwing it out there uh, as a way to um, kind of shotgun 
all kinds of different things that you can use in your classroom, for your classroom, with your students, with other teachers, with your administrators, uh, with parents, uh, you know, so whatever whatever it happens to be. Um, so that's the Tech Slam, and that's actually happening June 16th, and we have plenty of spots available for that. Um, and again, any of these workshops that I'm talking about, you can go to swaec.org, hit the professional development button, and... Uh, you can uh, go through the calendar that we have there that shows all of the offerings, not just technology, but everything that we uh, have to offer this summer. Um, so the Tech Slam is is a very cool one. Um, I uh, apologize, I lost my. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know where I don't know where my page went that I oh. had the. <laughs> oops, I lost it. So. Um, one of the other things, I, I, there's another one that I can tell you about without any prompting at all, and that is on July 31st. <clears throat> excuse me. On July 31st, we are doing a uh, an escape room. All right, so check this out. The premise behind the escape room is that you've been captured by Pirate Pete and his band of scallywags and thrown into the brig of the captain's ship and you have an hour to escape before pirate pete comes back and uh makes you walk the plank and so what happens is participants will be given a series of puzzles that they have to solve and then those puzzles will unlock uh, other puzzles or certain clues hints uh, and it kind of a, it's kind of a scaffolding type um, arrangement where you have a bunch of things to solve and then you have a couple of things to solve and then you have another thing to solve and all those pieces and parts work together to help that group escape from the room. Uh, and so and, and the puzzles are there's all kinds of puzzles I'm not giving anything away I'm just going to say there's all kinds of different puzzles there's uh, there are logic puzzles there are uh, language arts puzzles uh, math puzzles there's visual puzzles so there's all it, it really applies to or pertains to um, all different types of learning subjects learning styles and that is only the first hour of the workshop um, because you have an hour to get out right so whether they make it out or not, after that, we walk the participants, the, the teachers who come to this, we walk them through the various aspects and talk to them about game building in their classroom, how, how, how they could even build a mini escape room you know, for their students if they wanted to go that route, or how to take some of the puzzle ideas and incorporate those into their various subjects. So I, I, that's, I'm very excited about that. We're yeah. doing a whole thing. So We're problem solving. Them. Is it, it is. It is problem solving, and, and I'm glad you, you said that. I don't, I don't know why that, <laughs> that never entered my brain to say, but it is actually called the Escape Room 21st Century Problem Solving in Action, and that's exactly what it is. It is, it is taking problem, uh, problem and project-based learning and, and putting it in action and getting the teachers uh, and, and whoever else, you know, the participants involved from the end product to the how did we get there to how do I do this myself. So I, that, I'm very excited. Okay, so about now where's that. the tech in that? Tell me, you guys have a transporter? We we have a uh, <laughs> laser guns. I'm we, just we saying. Do have, um, we're 3D printing a hammer to beat ourselves that's out. Right, of that's right. That's right. We're going to 3D print. No, we're 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 not. <laughs> I'm um, just giving you a hard time. No, hey, I hear you. Um, there is some technology that is wrapped up into those, sure. but uh, you know, I'm not. 
I'm not. I'm not going to divulge the oh. secrets of the. Well, yeah, we don't give anybody hints the, on how to get out of the brig. Yeah, the, yeah, beat the, the two people. Pete. The two people that are listening. I don't. Now, <laughs> I'm hoping you're Pirate Pete, and I can't wait to see you dressed up as Pirate Pete. I, is I, someone dressed up as Pirate Pete? Someone is supposed to be dressed up as Pirate Pete, and and I do believe I have been elected to fill the role. So you, you we know, will see how that goes. Just to, if any of our friends are listening, that you do a good Michael Jackson. I will say that. <laughs> Well, that Halloween well, years back, he was yes, there. thank you. That was. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do, I do a fat Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you there, brother. <laughs> uh, so, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't know where you put that man. Oh, oh, I see what you did. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a tech guy. I know, I know this technology. Yeah, works. we're sorry. We're having a lot of trouble with our guy running our running the. Uh, the few cards. He's yeah, doing a yeah, terrible that, job that, here. That would be that would be Dave, and he's an idiot. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, Dave's going to finish okay, up. So, um, if, you, if you're just it. now listening, uh, you're listening to Edutech Guys Radio. Uh, this is episode one, first time on the air. Um, we're glad to come to you from the Southwest Educational Cooperative in Hope, Arkansas. And uh, we're talking to David Henderson. He's one of the hosts. I'm Jeff Madlock. David's the technology coordinator at the co-op, and he is talking to us about some of their offerings that they're having this summer. Uh, yeah, and I'm just gonna—I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about some of the other ones, but just to just to uh, give kind of a rundown of some of the things, the other things that we're offering. I'm actually teaching a workshop called "Learn to Code the Fun Way." Uh, I'm actually going to take participants into various uh, websites and applications that make coding actually fun. Uh, you know, coding is kind of a big scary word to a lot of folks, so we're going to have fun with it. Um, we're going to play a little. Um, Oh, oh my gosh! I just lost the word. Poker? No, no, <laughs> no not poker. Hangman. Oh my gosh! I'm throwing out stuff here. I, I, I can't remember. Scratch, Red Rover, Red scratch. Rover, and David on over. Scratch, okay, scratch. We're gonna be using some scratch. <laughs> uh, we'll also be looking at a a, a site called um, Battle Code or Code Battle, something like. That. I can't remember the the order. Of the I want to throw one there, in there. But, I'll interject uh, something real yeah, quick bro, out there. Uh, if you use an iPad, uh, there's a great app called Workflow, and Workflow lets you build kind of your own workflows by building somewhat basic programming between apps that you have and things that you do. Uh, like if you post something to, to Twitter, the workflow will let you, when you take a picture with your iPad or your iPhone, you can run the workflow to then post it to Twitter and Facebook, things like that. Just That's throw it awesome. out there. It's called the workflow. But back to David cool. on uh, his, his workshop. Uh, and then a couple of other ones just real quick. Um, we're going to have a, a session on gamification with or without technology. You know, gamification, turning things into games. Um, or, or making uh, making the whole gamification awards and rewards. Um, that, that that workshop is going to cover that. Whether you're using technology to do it, or you're just using you know um, stickers, you know scratch and sniff Snickers or whatever Snickers. You could have scratch and sniff Snickers. I don't know whatever kind of candy bar you like. I don't care. Um, anyway, uh, internet safety. Um, we're going to be looking at. We ha- we actually have several problem based learning workshops. Um, that uh, that we're going to be offering, um, and uh, we're actually going to be doing a couple of uh, Excel uh, workshops as well. So again, you can go to swaec.org. That's interesting. Um, swaec.org, and uh, at the professional development button on there, and uh, that will uh, pull up our calendar, and you can go there to see uh, all the different offerings that we have in a variety of subject areas. Um, yeah. So I, I appreciate everybody uh, listening, and, and uh, I just want to say I know we're getting ready to wrap up here. So um, I appreciate everybody who has come in and out of the our, our uh, debut 
session for uh, inaugural. Yeah, there inaugural, you go. Inaugural, inaugural <laughs> our inaugural broadcast of EduTech guys, and uh, hope that uh, you guys will be back again to join us. But I tell you what, uh, if um, if you're listening to us after the fact on Mixler or through uh, podcasting, I appreciate you checking us out after the fact. Yeah, make sure you go to edutechguys.com, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S.com. On that site, you'll also find at the bottom a contact form. Hey, give us, drop us some suggestions, some ideas we could do for the show. Um, you can also catch us at Mixler, M-I-X-L-R, dot com slash edutechguys. Uh, sometimes I talk a little bit too fast for my own tongue. Um, but you can go there and you can actually pull up the show reel that you'll find on that site and listen to any of the previous shows. Um, after today, uh, there will be one previous show. So uh, we're also putting those out on the podcast. Um, you can also make sure if you hit the Edgy Tech Guys website that you look at some of the blogs. Uh, there are some great running blogs on there. In fact, I'd like to throw out, if you're any of the tech guys out there are listening, you want to catch David's last blog from May 25th on circumventing firewalls. Uh, networks is a discipline issue, not a tech issue. That's a great article that has to do with a lot that's going on in our classrooms and what our tech guys are having to deal with and what should be happening in the classroom discipline-wise. So making sure you take a look at that. A lot of blogs, uh, a lot of new articles coming up on that website. Uh, so make sure you check back often. And like I said, this show will be on every Wednesday throughout the summer at 3 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, any other special shows that might come our way, uh, when Absolutely. we have time, I think would be the real thing. Uh, we'll definitely promote on the website and through Twitter. Also follow us at, at EduTechGuys on Twitter. So that's another great place. You'll also find David there at David Inark, and you'll find myself at J Madlock. That's M-A-D-L-O-C-K. So um, awesome. make sure you follow us on those sites. Once again, thanks for coming today. Um, I'm Jeff Madlock. And I'm David Henderson. And thanks for listening to us. We'll talk to you later. This has been EduTech Guys with David Henderson and Jeff Madlock. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master's schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.